you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. There you go. When the Iron Lady sings, that means it's official. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate being part of the show. As always, for 15 years, going on 16 years, we bring you all the smartest people, all the greatest authors, Pulitzer Prize winners, the CEOs, the billionaires, the astronauts, the the folks who work for a large government, the White House, et cetera, et cetera. All the people who bring you the things they've learned over a lifetime, they bring it to this beautiful concentrate we call the Chris Voss Show that gives you the most smartest ideas, concepts, ways to solve your problems, the stories, the, you know, the owner's manual life. And uh, we call that the Chris Voss Show Glow that you end up walking away from. So please share the glow. Uh, refer your friends to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Voss, youtube.com, Fortress Chris Voss, linkedin.com, Fortress Chris Voss, the big LinkedIn newsletter, the 130,000 group on LinkedIn, and uh, all the other places that we have. We have the author of the newest book that will be coming out next year called Nobody Sleeping, Seven Proven Sleep Strategies for Better Health and Happiness. Dr. B. Joy, John is on the show with us today, and he's going to be talking about his book, what goes in it, and what he's learned over the years that he can help all of us with. He's a board-certified practicing sleep specialist physician. He calls himself Dr. Sleep Fix. His aim is to heal the world by teaching folks how to sleep better, and he wants everyone to discover or reclaim the superpower of sleep. I love sleep. He is the founder and medical founder of Sleep Wellness Clinics of America and Sleep Fix Academy, offering various resources to help folks to sleep better. Sleep is vital to help with mental and emotional and physical well-being. His book, which is trending number one on Amazon, teaches folks the seven proven sleep strategies for better health and happiness. It's available on pre-order, and there he is to promote his life-changing book and to teach your audience how to sleep better. Welcome to the show. How are you, doctor? Thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you as well. Give us your dot-coms. Where do you want people to find you on the interwebs? www.sleepfixacademy.com and www.sleepwellnessinfo.com. There you go. So give us a 30,000 overview of what's inside the book. See, I mean, growing up, we all have trouble sleeping. You know, we pick up habits that we think are good, but eventually mm -hmm. it kind of erodes into that good sleep practices, you know, and, you know, those are the rituals I call the bad sleep habits that people pick up. I've discovered this, uh, this habit of sound sleep from a very young age. My mom taught me that. So mm -hmm. I'm able to get, you know, sometimes we fall off the horse, but I'm able to get back on it, right? Mm -hmm. So life happens to all of us as business leaders, owners, and, you know, as growing up, life happens, job, but then we will have a curveball, but we need to know how to get back on it. So in my practice, I'm seeing this, I call 
the sleep problem, the new pandemic. It, that's why I wrote the title. Nobody is sleeping. Everybody is, you know, sleep deprived or walking with a sleep debt. So yeah. that can affect us in so many ways. Our mental health, physical health, heart problem, diabetes, high blood pressure, you name it. You know, obesity, you know, if you don't sleep well, you're going to eat the wrong diet. So it affects head to toe, everything. Cognition, you know, is one of the treatable causes for, you know, for Alzheimer's. So it affects oh, really? everything. Yes, yes. So, Alzheimer's. Yeah. So I found the seven proven sleep strategies and I even have an acronym for that. It's called the sleep now. So that's, you know, my own way of helping people to teach them to sleep better. There you go. How does that acronym break down? So sleep now. So the first S is this, the schedule. You have to have a schedule. Everybody asks me, what's the right schedule? I think the rough schedule is between 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. That's what we need to dedicate. Life happens, you know, you Friday night, Saturday, you know, you party. But that should be your core. So the schedule is very, very important. We all have to have a schedule, right? So that's the one. The next in the acronym is the L. So low temperature in the bedroom should be low. The chemical hormone called melatonin that we secrete to help us sleep is only secreted in cold temperature and in darkness. So the oh, bedroom. Really? Mm -hmm. So people in tropical climates, they don't sleep well. If you go on vacation to a tropical where well, your sleep is kind of, you know, we, we crank up our AC, but it's not able to catch up. So it's, it's 70, 72. So you will see that. So mm -hmm. low, and also the, the hormone is only secreted in darkness. So low light, low temperature, that's the L, right? So we got mm -hmm. the S, L. And the next is electronics, which is like a crazy thing that's going on. You know, what happens is that we are so addicted, you know, so people ask me, how do you know you're addicted? If you wake up in the morning and you're reaching out to your phone, the first thing, automatic, you are cell phone addicted, my friends. So that is... <laughs> So, and I ma imagine the blue light's a problem, right? It comes yes. off the cell phone. Yes, the light from the phone, especially when you're in the bedroom where there's no ambient light, it goes straight to the brain and tells the brain, hey, it's still daytime, let's not go to sleep. You know, Morning, and, wake up. Yes, wake up. And then also I mentioned, you know, the, the, you know, the melatonin is only secreted in darkness, so we're not going to sleep. So everybody mm -hmm. wants to turn off the phone and then go to, you know, go to sleep right away. It doesn't happen. So I tell people to have a cell phone free zone at least an hour prior to going to sleep and keep your phone away from your bedroom or away from your bed mm -hmm. because you're going to look at it. There's going to be dings. There's going to be, you know, and then you, you look up the time. Oh, God, it's three o'clock. Oh, God, it's only three o'clock. I, I can't sleep. I need to wake up. So I actually set an alarm and keep it in my bathroom. So literally I have to wake up. So this is the most important thing that we can do to help ourselves with our sleep. There you go. Yeah, I, I know. I know. One of my problems is 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 yes. if I get up to pee in the middle of the night. Yes. You know, yes. I can't look at that phone. What? If I turn that phone on, it's just over. To peek at it. Yes. I'm up. That's it's, it. It's I'm gone. screwed. Yes. Yeah. Because your your cognitive activity is you know increase and you you start thinking about the day and all those stuff. So mm -hmm. if you don't have it by your side, that's okay. great. So the next in the E is exercise. You have to exercise at least four hours prior to sleep because exercise increases endorphins and cortisol and, and also your heart. So I tell people if you have a good time to exercise, perfect time is in the morning. But if you have to exercise in the, in the evening, make sure you exercise at least four hours prior to going to sleep. So this is one, mm. of, these this is one of the methods to calming your body be before sleep. Mm. 
All right. Then we have to the P in sleep. So we are down to S-L-E-E-P. P is powering off your mind, which is actually the hardest thing. You can't power off your mind if you are on your phone, right? So you have to power off your mind. And also I, I tell people to practice some of the strategies is vivid imagination. So this is my own technique that I tell people who are suffering to have your own imagination. Watch a show. And then what happens, you do it on your bed, not think about bills and, you know, all that stuff. So you have your own imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and I also tell people to use something called yoga nidra. Nidra means nothingness. You just lay down in bed with your hands up. It's called the corpse pose. You know, that's how these are the two techniques I tell people to power your mind off. So this is great mm. techniques. So you don't need a, you know, you don't need a sleep coach. You don't need anybody. You just lay down in your bed with your heads up. It's called the corpse you're, you're like a course, so you, you, you know, lay down. So those are, and uh, go ahead. You just imagine they're dead, huh? Yeah, that's it. So your mind is, so now we got the P, so we got to go now. So N-O, the N-O, I've combined together. So N-O is no to worries, right? So mm -hmm. you can't worry on your bed. So what I tell people, tell folks and clients who come and see me, you need to worry, take a dedicated time. I use that 6 to 8 p.m. as my, you know, uh, where, you know, worrying time and doing things. Chris is giving, I'm going to be on the Chris show, you know, show. <laughs> I have to do everything before 8 p.m. I ain't doing everything. Even last night, I'm done at 8 p.m. So, so you have to have a dedicated time. So if you're not able to do things, you write it down and then you do it the next, next day, right? So, uh -huh. yeah, so that's a great technique that works for all of us. And then the last one is W. This is one of those things you have to win by losing yourself. You know, in life, we're always like, you know, energy, do this, do that. But for sleep, that's one thing in your life you have to pull back and relax, you know, simplify your regimen, make it easy, make your life a little bit easier. So that's what I tell. So sleep now, you got the schedule, low temperature, you know, the exercise, the electronics, the powering off, no to worries, and then win, win by taking your schedule easier. There so those are go. my seven sleep strategies or the acronym sleep now. So I have one of those warming beds. It's called the eight uh, sleep bed. I don't know if you've heard of it, but <laughs> it tends, it, I turn it up and it warms me up and sometimes a little too cozy, but evidently I need to run it cooler because exactly. what you can do, yes. I can, you know, I can run cold in it if I want, but you know, it's winter time, man. Do you want me to freeze my butt off while I wait for that melatonin to kick in? <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things. So there's some, so there's some, <laughs> there is also, it's, the truth is always in between in this process of writing and doing my research. If mm. you do the sauna, you, you, your, your temperatures increase and there's this other hormone called oxytocin that is kind of released in heart. Yeah. So some people, that's what some people like that feeling of hotness. You know, you take a hot shower and go to bed. So not all people are the same. So you have mm. to try that. There is also truth to the sauna. If you spend like 30 minutes, you know, three, four hours prior to going to sleep. And in your case, the warmth might be able to increase the other hormone that is also putting you to sleep. So you can, you know, paint a broad brush on everyone. So the, yeah. the, there could be some, but in generally, cold temperature is the best to sleep. Wow. That's really interesting to know. Maybe yes, I'll have to Chris. play with starting out cool and on my sleep because my sleep eight bed will go both ways. You can you can make it really icy cold, which is nice for if you've gone for a workout. But I didn't know that it's the coldness that makes the difference. What about circadian rhythms? You know, we've had some <laughs> doctors on and talked about how you need to maintain your circadian rhythms in the morning and night so that you're your body wants to fall asleep. Is there any truth to that in your mind? Great question. Circadian rhythm. You know, 
our body is reacting to light. You know, we are all creatures to light. If you have a small child that wakes up to the, you know, wake up, crack of dawn, right? We are all rotating around the light. Circadian rhythm is that, you know, our body's response. So we have two things in our that does to you. There are times that we are the most awake. There are times when you when we are vulnerable and sleepy, right? So the most time we are awake is 7 a.m. and the most time we are awake is 7 p.m. Same hmm. same thing. That's why in the evening shows are called prime time. Everybody's because we are at our best at these 7 a.m. Running to the 7 a.m. meeting and you know watching TV at 7 p.m. and we are most tired at 2:30 in the afternoon and 2:30 in the you know, uh, 2.30 in the morning, maximum mm-hmm. a- accidents happens on the road at 2.30 in the morning. And same thing around oh, 2.30 yeah. in the afternoon. We are, have you ever gone to a meeting at 2.30 in the PM? Wonder why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, all over the world, people have siesta or they break for tea time. You know, I even mm-hmm. see, you know, my favorite uh, football team plays in the third quarter. I call it my book. If you ha- I sent you a chapter, it's called the third quarter slump. So it is the natural body. The reaction time is not, you know, the defense and the offense are not performing well at that time. So I'm the first one to call this out. Here we go. <laughs> there you go. And people are sometimes are sometimes like, hey, that's I, that does explain a few football games I've seen. Yes. In your book, you talk about all these different elements and helping people and stuff. What, what do you do inside of your practice that, that when people go to your website and work with your practice, what, what do you do to help them over there? So I have my own clinic. So that's the Sleep Wellness Clinics of America. So I founded that to help patients. You know, I'm in, in Tennessee, so people come and see me in, in, mm-hmm. in, in the state here. So I see patients, you know, there are two types of sleep problems are simple but complicated. There are two types of sleep problem. One is either I sleep too much or I cannot sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So or, or I simplify it by are you worrying or are you snoring, right? So when you're worrying, you have insomnia when you're snoring you have sleep apnea so so that's the broad general broad criteria so most of the people adults you know do have the serious condition called sleep apnea where you know you're snoring you're tired your brain doesn't get the rest so you know folks come to me in my office and i you know i do a home sleep testing you know everybody's afraid to go to the lab so i pioneer home sleep testing for the last five years oh know? really yes they take a kit it's like a watch like device they take the kit and they go home the same day and then they come back tomorrow and they wear the comfort of their home and then you can <laughs> able to get the results uh, and so that's it and the insomnia is the difficulty in sleeping so i've i I teach the people the, you know, my proprietary sleep now concept, you know, so that's it. So then I said, how can I reach more people in a wider audience all over the world? So I, I you know, I have, I started this company called Sleep Fix Academy, www.sleepfixacademy.com, mm-hmm. so where you will have, you know, the resources to podcasts, resources to, you know, sleep assessments, sleep journal, and, you know, and, you know, I'm also developing a sleep now course. So all those things are available for the, you know, for the general public to have at it. There you go. And it, it's sleepfixacademy.com? Correct. There you go. It, it's great to have all these resources. How do you feel about these BiPAP machines and, and, and sleep apnea and stuff? I mean, great. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the gold standard treatment for sleep apnea is the use of CPAP, you know, mm-hmm. this continuous positive airway pressure. You know, your back of your throat just, you know, collapses, the tongue falls back, and so we have to push it out. You know, that's the CPAP. BiPAP is a little bit, you know, a different algorithm where people, some folks cannot breathe out, so you put them on a double pressure. The BI is the double pressure. You know, I also use 
you know, in folks you have breathing problems. So that's the CPAP and BiPAP. So the good news is those are not only the options. Today we have oral appliances to pull the jaw forward. We have something called Excite OSA. It's a device you keep on your tongue when you're awake, strengthens mm-hmm. the tongue so it doesn't, you know, go back. Then there's an really? implantable device called Inspire, which, you know, pulses the tongue to get out. So we have all this new technology that's available for the treatment of sleep apnea. Wow. As, so what is the deal on sleep apnea? Am I really going to die or be brain dead if I don't? Because the way the way some of my friends sell it to me, you know, they, they have the BiPAP, what I call the Darth Vader machines, you know, and they, they tell me that you know, I'm basically going brain dead slowly, which I, I think it's pretty evident that's happening. <laughs> or I'm going to just die in my sleep one night. And I'm just like, actually, it's not a bad way to go when you really think about it. Yes. Like, like, I'm not going to, if I do die in my sleep, it's not like I'm going to be really aware of it at the time. I right. don't know. So what's the skinny on that? All right. You know, the word is obstructive sleep. I mean, the tongue is literally obstructing your, you know, back of your throat. So when air doesn't flow, the brain senses that and sends a chemical, you know, just flight or fight response to wake you up. So even though you're uh. sleeping eight hours, you're not sleeping that deeply because you are awake constantly. Mm. So imagine, Chris, where you're climbing, in, you know, steps. So what happens? The heart and the lungs work together. You, you know, you're, you're short of breath. You're, you're heart speeding fast. But just imagine if there's, if your, if your breathing is not hired, the heart has to beat faster right so Mm. that's the one that causes what we call the arrhythmias and that's the number one cause of death in your sleep so when you when you pause your breathing the heart has to work faster and and you know and then that can trigger an arrhythmia that's the that's the cause of sudden death in most folks who die in their sleep oh man you know recently i've been having a thing that i've noticed is I, you know, sometimes when I get up in the middle of the night to go hit the restroom, I'm 55. So that seems to be happening a lot lately. And when I do, I, I kind of feel like my heart's racing a little bit. And maybe that's coming from that. Correct. And one of the reasons why you use the restroom is, you know, when you have an apnea, there's a negative pressure. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of fluid comes into the heart and the heart gets panic and sends a hormone to help to get rid of that you know, the fluid that's coming in. So that's why you pee. So one of the, the, the greatest, uh, the results of treating people with sleep apnea, they, the use of restroom reduces dramatically at night. Holy crap. Yes. That explains why I'm peeing like 5,000 times a night. I keep yes. waking up. Because, because wow. the apnea triggers flow of blood into your, more blood into the heart and, and it's trying to save you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to muzzle myself when I go to bed. I'm just going to, what's that chloroform? I'm just going to chloroform myself to sleep. So let me let me ask you this: Have you have you seen this new thing that I've seen on like TikTok and stuff where people tape their mouth shut? Have you seen that? That's they actually great- make like band-aids for your mouth basically <laughs> that's a great question so there's a lot of misinformation out there you know there's yeah. you know non-experts trying to say something so imagine all right the best way to breathe is through your nose that's perfect so if you are a perfect healthy person if you close your you know mouth you're going to breathe through the nose you know humidification happens everything is great but why are you opening your mouth at night because you are suffocating you want to get the breath you're opening your mouth and imagine mm. you're putting a tape on their mouth at this time you're going to choke and die so the tape mouth tape is excellent for young healthy you know people who open their mouth but it's not good for people who have lung problem heart problem or if you're suffering for sleep apnea you are struggling to breathe and you're opening your mouth to take the breath and now you're closing your mouth with mm. a tape you're you're going to choke not a good idea 
Yeah, I mean, I'm more worried about sucking that thing down and choking on it. The, Correct. The tape piece. I'm like, I don't know if yeah. I trust myself while I'm asleep. Yeah. Does weight really affect sleep apnea, or is it really just that tongue sliding back into the mouth? So the weight is proportionally distributed all over the body. So as you gain mm. weight, the the back of your throat also there's more fat. It it narrows the back of the throat. So ah. yes. So. A 10% reduction in weight will help with your apnea. So weight gain is an absolute, you know, treatable causes of obstructive sleep apnea. Yes. That'll put my throat on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also, you know, poor sleep alters the leptin and the ghrelin hormones that make you more hungry and less hungry. You know, leptin lowers mm -hmm. your appetite and ghrelin increases your appetite. The ro it's reversed when you don't sleep well. So by sleeping well, you will make better choices and your hormone mm -hmm. is regulated. So that'll, that'll curb your appetite. Yeah, I've noticed that when I don't sleep well, I have a harder time with fast intermittent fasting and and I'll have a harder time with, with just everything just to try and function. And stuff. Well, this is really insightful. I, I've had, I've had friends that have the CPAP machines, but it doesn't, it doesn't work well for them. They don't sleep well with the Darth Vader mask on. No, they're a smaller mask. You know, the, now there's mm. software that recognizes your face, and there's something called nasal pillow. You oh, can really? Put under the nose. Yes, a lot of new technology. And the other technology I told you, the mouth, you know, oral appliance, the pulse jaw, the Excito, say the tongue device. So, so there are a lot of options, and, and, and you know, sometimes there are three reasons. The way I approach. You know, folks not treating and not able to tolerate the CPAP is is the mask the problem? Is the pressure the problem or the person the problem? Right. Mm -hmm. So if you if you, if I can adjust the pressure and all the other setting in the machine, if you can choose the right mask, folks will tend to do better. Right. So mm -hmm. if the person is the problem, that's a challenge, which which can be the case. So I, if I eliminate the other two, then I have to work with the person and try to give them alternative treatments. There you go. That's interesting. I had one friend who got the uh, the Inspire, the yes. one put in the chest, mm -hmm. and even then he can't get that to work for him. I wonder if he's if there these these people that are getting these machines, they're just still doing something wrong. Yeah, I mean, it has to be done by an expert. You know, I see those inspired patients. Well, I hope he had the inspired by an expert. <laughs> no, you have to dial it down and change things around. And then oh, yeah. we have to send them to the lab to make sure. Then we titrate the you know, voltages. It's it's a great alternative a, for treatment. But you have to dial it in, huh? Make sure yes. you get all the updates yes. from the Windows 11 we can tell and that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we can alter the waltz Walt, on the, on this. On That's <laughs> what I tease him about. I'm like, does that thing run on Windows 11? You might be screwed. Yes. But I don't know. I, I'll have to check in with him to see how things are going. But yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't think I want something put inside me that, you know, I don't know if it knows it works or not. But and, and then there's the Darth Vader machine. I'm I'm not sure that I could live with a Darth Vader machine. Maybe I just need to read your book and learn the techniques. And then I did hear I've I have heard about that thing that they that you can put in your mouth that and it's a jaw thing. I think yes. we had somebody on the show about that, and it's it's the way your jaw sets. Correct. It's called an oral appliance. You know, you mm -hmm. put it and snaps and then pulls the jaw. It's only indicated for mild to medium. If you have severe sleep apnea, then mm -hmm. your choice is limited to CPAP or the Inspire. So you have to be mm -hmm. careful to pick the right people, and, you know, what we need to use them for. Yeah, I think it was a mouth guard that he puts in. It kind of looks like a retainer yes. and stuff. And I'm just trying to get some damn sleep, man. That's just... 
Yeah, it adds a treatment of sleep apnea will add 10 years to your life, you know, because really? Yes, yes. See, because when you when you're sleeping well, your blood pressure tends to lower at night. And you 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 know, everybody's blood pressure is high during the day because of hustling and doing things, but at nighttime you auto-regulate and tries to go down. But without the without you know, resting well, you're always under heightened and, you know, you, you're, you know, the norepinephrine release is high and then you, you, your blood pressure tends to be high. And the same response increases your blood sugar and enough oxygen is not going to your brain. So that, you know, earlier in the show, I talked about, you know, Alzheimer's, one of the, you know, you know, treatable causes is, uh, you know, of, you know, dementia is a treatment of sleep apnea. Really? Yeah. So if I don't get my sleep apnea fixed, I'm going to be more demented than I already am. That's yeah, not, not to mention the low libido. You know, we didn't even go there. Oh, really? It affects your libido or your right. sex drive, huh? Yeah, the same thing. The same phenomenon. Less oxygen is going to, you know, the reproductive organs, the testes. Huh. You know, it narrows. And, you know, one of the common things I see, men in my clinic, is low testosterone. And one of the treatable causes for that is treating your sleep apnea, the same phenomenon. Are you freaking kidding me? I just yes. started testosterone treatment about a month ago. Yeah, so you have all the symptoms. You know, I'm giving you a diagnosis, Chris. <laughs> you're, like, you're like telling me everything that's wrong with me at this point. Yeah, it's, and, it, and I actually wasn't too low on my main testosterone. It was my free testosterone yes. that was really low. Yes. Yeah, there you go. But you figured out why I pee so many times at night, why I don't sleep, and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to put a tube of four in my mouth and just suck on it all night. No, you just need to put one of those treatments that I mentioned. You have four treatments, Chris. You don't need, you have better uh, treatment options than that. Okay, all right. Well, I was going to go with the cheap tube of four version, but I think your idea is better. When people work with you, can they work with you, uh, I guess, telemedicine? Can they work with you all over the nation? Do they have to come see you? How does that work? You know, you know, that's uh, the practice of medicine is, you know, license driven and, you know, you have to be licensed in def different states. But yeah. that's like I can't see anybody outside the outside this, you know, states I have licensed in. Mm -hmm. So folks have to, you know, literally come here to see me. But, you know, right. that's why I decided the online, you know, people can do a lot of self-help, you yep. know, visiting my you know website and doing their, you know, trying to improve their sleep by themselves. Mm hmm. And then where are you located again? So we clarify that. I'm in Brentwood, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And so people can fly there if they need to and, yes. and I guess consult with you, et cetera, et cetera. I notice you do a lot of things on the interwebs too. You've got an Instagram channel. Yeah, all those are coming up new uh, because mm -hmm. I'm just starting this process. And before the book comes, you got to get all the channels ready. You know, I'm in oh, right definitely. in the middle of it. And then this book took off and then we are all scampering to do everything faster. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. Well, sharing yes. the knowledge and sharing the love. What are some other tips about sleep or advice on sleep or thoughts on sleep that you so some, share with the audience? Some of the things I tell people is caffeine. You know, caffeine lasts for six to hours, but some people can last up to 12 hours you know my teenage girl you know my daughter she she drinks at 8 p.m then she wonders she can't sleep hey when did yeah. you have your macchiato hey dad i had it at 9 p.m or well, wonder why duh you know so i try to if, if you have a problem i try to tell them not to sleep i mean take the caffeine you mm -hmm. know at least if you have a sleeping problem i said to stop it by 12 noon to 1 p.m so that's the if you have a problem you know sometimes you can you know and then if you alcohol what happens is plenty of alcohol alcohol metabolizes into something called a product acetaldehyde which wakes you up so that's what happened alcohol can put you to drown your brain go to sleep but then you later 
you know, it metabolizes and wakes you up. And then alcohol also makes you pee. And then you, it's a diuretic. So now you're dehydrated. You know, the, the, the chemical is working. And then you're, you know, that's the, that's the classic sign of the hangover, right? The so hangover, yeah. if, if you're going to have, you know, drinking, make sure you drink very, very early that, that it washes out of your body, not like close to bedtime. So that, you know, so those are some of the things that I tell people. And also the light, evening sunlight is good for you to help people really? uh, to sleep better. You know, the, the, the radiation or the gamma rays from the, from the sun in the evening, it's very good for you to help with your sleep. Wow. Wow. There you go. Yes. In, in, if you live in states where there's a lot of darkness, you know, from overcast and, you know, maybe you live in London yeah. or Seattle, it, 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 are there ways that you need to try and augment that where maybe get some light machines or something yeah there is a light box you know so seasonal affective disorder is very common and also folks have a delayed or advanced you know problems with their clock they go to bed later some people you know go to bed earlier so we can change all that you know the major problem that we are having in this country is the daylight savings time you know remember <laughs> that we lose a, a lot of sleep problems happen around the change you know especially mm -hmm. in fall when we lose time you know so mm -hmm. it gets darker and you know a lot I of hate it. Yes, a lot of accidents yeah. are happening, you know, in the morning because it's still dark, and you know, a lot of heart attacks and also happen during this time change because because your circadian rhythm is you know altered by an hour by you know one hour, and for our body to adjust naturally, it'll take one day to adjust. So to answer the question, you know, the darkness and all, it's a it's a problem. Yeah, it's it's really it's still screwing me up. It just changed what a month ago. A couple yeah. weeks ago, yes, and it's still screwing me up. Like I'm just sitting there going, "Why is it dark outside? Is it ten o'clock?" Correct. You know, it's six o'clock or something, and and then in the morning, I'm like, "Where's the sun?" Correct. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I just wish we quit that whole thing. It just mucks up everybody. Yeah, but, we're uh, uh, we're trying our best. The American Academy of Sleep Medicine and everybody's trying to petition. Mm -hmm. It's still in the Congress, but it's you know the Congress has other things to. <laughs> my my. Up. Yeah, well, they you know they got to fight over I don't know some stupid crap. The I, my understanding is I thought we decided to change that like in twenty twenty no. or something. And still, nothing is passed. It's still nothing is passed. Yes. Like who the hell is supporting not changing to? So the main thing is in, in the in, in summer we have more time to shop. And to you know, yeah. and so that's the that's the commercial industry is the one. That's yeah, you the, think they'd be supportive of of that? I don't know, man. It's it's a crazy world. So you you recommend these therapies through through your service, the the BiPAP machines. Do you do the stuff where they the put the Inspire in people if they yeah. are interested in that? Yeah, I work with the local surgeons here. Uh, the mm -hmm. EMT surgeons who typically do those. Mm -hmm. So you you don't do them yourself? You no, I don't. Mm -hmm. uh, I just take care go. of the before and after care. I program those. There you uh, go in my office. Yes. There you go. Now you have something on your site called the Excite OSA. What is that? Oh, so that's the device, the tongue device that I told you about. It strengthens mm. your tongue. So that you know, remember the tongue's the problem. It's like a tense unit to the tongue. It strengthens the tongue so it doesn't fall back. So oh. that's the that's the one of the you know it's been FDA approved for about three years. So really, uh, that's one of the that's the first awake treatment when you are awake. You don't need to do mm. it. Uh, you can be on your phone or your computer and you know do that. Yeah, I'm seeing the pictures of it, and it looks it looks kind of funny actually. Really, yes. but uh, hey, if it works, it works. It yeah. so it's basically like a gym for your tongue and correct 
get your tongue working out there yes. and just I imagine Gene Simmons never has this problem, but that's another thing. Gene Simmons is the band Kiss, if you're familiar with the his giant mm-hmm. tongue. Um so this is this is really interesting. The Excite OSA, huh? Mm-hmm. And then does that have to be clinically prescribed? I guess you just yes, can't all those. That uh, that's a durable. Yeah, every those are durable medical equipment. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a yeah. by a physician. Yes, it just exercises your tongue. Wow, mm-hmm. just like if you work out your muscles, your muscles stay in in tone for about twelve hours. So the same technology. So the. Wow. The big muscle is called the genioglossus. It just strengthens and it doesn't fall back. <laughs> it is you know wild. The, you know, the CPAP pushes the tongue from the back end, you know, by pushing air through it. Uh-huh. So that's, it's all about moving the tongue away from the back of the throat. Yeah. I'm just going to sleep with one of those tongue depressors in my mouth the whole time. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. So these people that use this excite, they don't have to sleep with that thing in their mouth. They can just yeah. use it before bedtime or correct or during the day. But it's like only that. for mild, though. It's not for medium or severe. It's for snoring no. and mild sleep apnea because you know you, there are other things that play. You know, the back of the throat's more relaxed, so it does not work in you know moderate to severe sleep apnea. So how did we? Tell me this. How do yeah. how do we how do we live as a species? Or, I don't know, millions or billions of years, whatever the math is. And somehow in the last 20 years, we all need these machines. That's a great Riddle question. me that. That's a great question. In some cultures, snoring is considered a good thing. You're sleeping deep, right? Yeah. So that's, but snoring is actually churning the blood and making it into micro droplets that can embolize. So snoring is churning. So as science evolves, we are able to learn more and more. Right. Hmm. And then, you know, when you have sleep apnea, you're not sleeping well. The lack of sleep also affects all the parts of the body, like blood pressure, diabetes. So the awareness, the clinical research. And then, you know, as a culture, as a society, we are also becoming more overweight and obese. You know, yeah. if you look at the past, everybody. Correct. The, 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 the weight is a major problem, too. So the weight, the awareness, uh, and the implication of poor sleep on various, you know, organs are the are the reasons why we are here. Crazy. That is, well, a lot of stuff makes sense now. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, everything's interrelated. Damn it. What a weird thing. Yeah, sleep um, is a superpower. You know, once you do sleep, you know, you get seven hours, eight hours of sleep, you can mm-hmm. conquer the world. So, I, you know, I want the world to discover that, you know, we, we do go to the gym, we do this and that, mm-hmm. you know, we train our mind and body and, mm-hmm. you know, but if you can sleep well, you know, you heal well, right? That's and true. then you can do a lot more in the, you know, the time you're going to be more productive. What do you think about this? You know, there's some people that have this argument that you only really need probably seven hours of sleep. And then a lot of people are like, no, you need eight. Is there, is there any merit to either one of those? That's a, that's, that's a great question. So some people are born with short sleep. They're short, you know, sleepers like, you mm-hmm. know, President Trump, President Obama, Elon Musk. Those people have a gift. You know, they go into that solid sleep for a few hours. But most of us need at least seven or eight hours of sleep. You know, yeah. so if you sleep, the, the, how to answer the question is, how do you feel like the next day? If you sleep seven hours, do you feel great? Mm-hmm. Then seven hours works for you. If you need... But if you are if you're needing more than eight hours, then there is a problem. You have a sleep disorder or some other medical disorder that's that that's causing you to you know to sleep more. There you go. Well, I think President Trump's thing is Adderall. 
snorting Adderall, evidently, but that's a different story. And I'm not sure he sleeps whatever, considering I mean, he didn't show up in the Oval Office till like noon every day and left at three when he wasn't in the golf course. But yeah, evidently there's a real snorting Adderall problem over there. I think it's family-wide from what I understand and from what I know of the family. So very interesting. And then your sleepfixacademy.com mm-hmm. uh, it deals with all sorts of different variations and, and yeah, available online access people, you know, everybody yeah. can go and, you know, I have a lot of materials that you can learn from podcasts, you know, to study your sleep pattern. And also you can do the sleep now course if you want to take that. Oh, there's a course on there. Cool. Yes. It's coming up. It's all, you know, it's all cooking. It's probably there by the end of this month. Okay. All right. Sounds good then. Final thoughts as we go out to doctor and pitch out to everybody on how they can reach out to you and work with you. Yes. You know, I have the, you know, the gift and the knowledge of sleeping. Well, I want to share it with everyone so that you can discover your own superpower, right? So I have devices, the Sleep Now course and the Sleep Now acronym and the seven proven strategies. I've written a book about it. I've been in practice for 25 years. So you can visit my website, www.sleepfixacademy.com or my clinic, www.sleepwellnessinfo.com to learn more. So sleep well, be well, and let's go sleeping. There you go. Well, we've learned a lot. Thank you very much, Doc. We really appreciate having you on the show. Chris, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was my Thank pleasure. You. And thanks, Monish, for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, and all those crazy places we're at on the internet. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. Order up the book wherever fine books are sold or pre order it right now. Nobody Sleeping, Seven Proven Sleep Strategies for Better Health and Happiness. It sounds like some good ideas for me. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Good night.